This is the Courier Talking Football. Festive Courier Talking Football. Last one, last one of 2023. <laughs> just, with, as well. just as well. Just as well, Jim. <laughs> it's peak, it's not, it's not, I'm dying. 2023 isn't peaking for you at the end, is it, Jim? But anyway, it's got, with me are Jim Spence and Sean Hamilton. We have a, we have ourselves a championship title race, gentlemen. And I know, wow. I know. Obviously, United fans, it's the last thing they wanted. But for the for the neutrals, it's set up an absolute cracker of a head to head at the top of the championship. Jim, you are there. What did you make of it? Um, well, as I've been saying all season, Wraith Rovers. Well, we can drop the I word. We can drop the <laughs> yeah, I word anyway. That's aye. for sure. Absolutely, that, it is gone, isn't it? You know the Invincibles. I was. I, remember, I was only hinting that they might no, be invincible. I, know, I never I said they would be, no. but I'm only hinting. Um, I'll tell you what, for the f- I mean, I hadn't seen Wraith in the flesh, so you're always conscious of that. And any any judgments I'd made of what I'd seen so far, the fact that I've seen United in the flesh every other week, only catching Rangers on telly. Uh, uh, only catching Wraith on telly. Um, Freudian slip. Yes. But, um, <laughs> but uh, for the first time watching them in the flesh, they're a really tidy, well-organised side, capable, know what they're about, they don't get frustrated. Um, they, uh, uh, unless Mark Ogren strengthens and unless Wraith kind of lose a few players, this is a team that could win the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't uh, think they were even at their best. Neither team was. Neither team was. Look, combination of things. United didn't come up the traps, come at the traps nearly quickly enough. Um, any danger that they did provide came down the left hand side through Middleton. But there's an absence of, of ball going into Moult. Um, there's, uh, you know, if you're going to cre- be creative, I'm not entirely sure that there's enough creation there. I mean, that you know, Malt up front who's getting hardly any ball, Middleton on the left, Fotheringham, who I hadn't realised, you know, Jim uh, Goodman was saying to Alan Temple of this parish mm-hmm. that he was only 85% fit before mm-hmm. he went into I'm, I'm not sure that's the right thing to do. No, you know, it's not the right thing to say. No, not the right thing to eh? say either. And, you know, and, and I know that, I mean, you know, I, I, get, I get phone calls from... Uh, we Cujo's representative, who I've known for many, many years, you know, and he, he obviously takes a view. He thinks his boy should be playing, but to be honest with you, I think there's a strong case for that. I mean, I like Cujo; he's a good player. Um, he, he's the sort of guy, get you know, a kid with seen his assists and the goals he's had that he can maybe unlock a game. And if Fotheringham was only eighty-five percent pop, mm. and you've got Watt on the bench, who was kind of who was kind of suggesting himself that he was ready to play and help the team out, but know his best, then I think against you know the team that are pushing you. To you know, to go for the league, you've got to be, you've got to absolutely give yourself the best shot. Did, uh, and did, with ten and a bit thousand at Tannadice, you know, you should have been taking that game two or three. Was it the post? Was it the? Uh, did he mention that in the post-match stuff? The eighty-five percent. Is that when he? Is I, that well, when he I saw said an Alm, I saw an Alm Temple's interview the, him, uh, yeah. the other day. The courier. Sure. Anyway, I saw he, the did, yeah. yeah, that's a waste. That's you're talking about Freudian slips. That's a that's a Jim Goodwin slip, isn't it? That's a strange thing to to say. Yeah, well, that's a strange, strange thing to I'm say. I'm not sure what the reason would be for it. I mean, it's. I don't know why you'd put that out there. No, well, I mean, I understand that. I mean, even oh. if that if that was the case, it's not Louis Moore we're talking about here, though. You know, I mean, he's yeah. not like the no, main but, man. Well, no, he hasn't been, he has but been he has dog. been recently. Yeah, mm. yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I understand the urge to play him because, and he's, and he's, I think it's his six previous games he's got seven goals, so he's ah. banging form. So I, I, I get that. Um, I understand why why you would maybe take that chance, uh, but obviously, I mean, it hasn't really worked out. Um, at the weekend, so the I mean, the, looking forward, the question becomes, what does he do now? So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there is there is. Uh, I'm mean, assuming Fotheringham is recovering all the time as well. So, yeah, uh, one to watch maybe, but um, 
Aye. Yeah. Just wasn't he? Wasn't he the other day? He was. I've, if I was writing, if I was writing that game up, I think I'd have been tempted to <coughs> to sort of look at that goal as a wee bit emblematic of where United have got to in this this season, as far mm. as how the Wraith challenge and everything's sort of crept up on them a wee bit because it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't disastrous defending, calamitous defending for the goal, but I think it almost sums up. It's like Declan Gallagher's poor. You know, he's just sort of like... Yeah. I th- it was almost like they're saying, go on then, go on then, mm-hmm. show us what you've got. Well, nah, I th- you, you're not going to be able to do this, Dylan Easton. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes, he can. And it's almost like in the parallel I would draw is with United as a team, I think they've... Gamble's maybe the wrong word. They've been cruising along almost as if they didn't <coughs> think anybody uh-huh. from below them could mount a title challenge. And they probably thought, ah, Wraith, there's a lot of, a lot of these late goals. They didn't. I, I suspect there are people who... And listen, we it's only the last couple of weeks we've thought the Wraith challenge mm-hmm. had substance. I think they've kind of got a bit of the, okay, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. Oh, blimey. Mm-hmm. This could be a team, you know. You see what I'm saying, Jim? Yeah, no. You know what? There was. Um, I'm not sure what it tells you about what's on the park, but I noticed Andy Barrowman um, making a comment on on, on Twitter um, on, on or X on Saturday night about you know the, kind of what was going on at the club and 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 it was bizarre because as I came out the press box, I, I kind of thought about going to press and I had a, a, a kind of busy night ahead of me, so I just I went and you read Alan's stuff in the in the Courier, you know, and, and see it online. But as I was coming down the stairs, I was watching the race players over at the shed with 1,900 fans there. And it wasn't just celebration. It was honestly, I mean, say this on, on, on the Twitter or on X, what you call it. You, you can kiss, still call it Twitter I, it, it here. Just, I, it it just, it's an old just, school podcast. Oh, but it just struck yeah. me, th- th- this strikes me as a club being reborn. After we, yeah. we know, we talked yeah. last week with Sean, didn't we? The, the bother there's been at that club and all the rest of it. It genuinely struck me about being a club. I mean, it's having a great crack outside. But look, I, I covered Wraith games for over many, many years, you know. And I, I mean, my old BBC's uh, colleague Scott Davy was there. He's a big Wraith man, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, met a lot of people that I've met over the years, at, uh, you know, at Kirkcaldy covering games and all the rest of it outside the ground. And um, it's a huge feeling of optimism, a genuine feeling. Of, I, I feel the celebration, you know, even if they weren't to do it. Even if they weren't to win the league, I think there's just a sense that this is a club going places. Um, big, big support with them. A real kind of sense of drive and urgency and, and energy about the club. And I thought, uh, in the second half in particular, I thought you saw that. I didn't think United came out the traps well enough, but I still think in terms of first half, they were certainly, it, it was an eeksy-peeksy game. Second half, Wraith just come flying out the traps. And, and Easton's goal was tremendous. I mean, you'll not see a better goal all season. I mean, he, you know, he, he jinked about five different ways. Mm-hmm. He beats three players. He's going away from goal. And he, he, he just, you know, that striker's instinct. He mm-hmm. sees that, he sees the top corner and he plays the curler. And, and it's tremendously powerful, but just angled beautifully, just enough on it. Keepers never getting it. It was a lovely, lovely goal. It really was, you know. And and they kept going after that as well, you know. I mean, it's, uh, they really did. I, 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 and the, the thing that struck me was, you know, we've all kind of wondered about what went on with Sean Byrne. Um, at, at Dens, I thought he was terrific. <laughs> he's Absolutely terrific. I mean, he's, he's, a oh, he's a great player at that level. Tremendous. And Stanton, you know, they were all, you know, the whole team was good. Easton was terrific. Mullen was good. The midfield, I thought, were terrific. I mean, I know United were missing kind of Doherty and all the rest of it, but I mean, it was a really, really impressive, particularly second half performance. I've got to say, you know, I really liked Dabrowski in their goal. 
mean, a lot of race fans say, oh, he's a great shortstopper, but he's a bit kind of mm -hmm. dodgy on his feet. No, I think he just looks a big, imposing keeper. And he'd, he'd won, I think, I'm trying to remember the save was from, was it from, uh, I can't read a great save, I think, I think the second half. You know, it was a couple of, sh couple of shots within, you know, both keepers had, had good saves within kind of like about a minute each other. But I like the boy, he looks impressive, he looks a real a real kind of fine to me as a goalie, you know. So, loads to be impressed about with Wraith, less to be impressed about with United. And, you know, to be blunt, I mean, and, yeah, you look at the panic stations, they've got a game in hand. Um, but they are, you know, they are now slippage for the first time. They're now five points adrift, albeit with the game in hand. And they're let down a big crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, there was 10,300 nods there, 8,500 United fans. That's, you know, it was a big, big letdown, I think, for them, you know, uh, on the day. They didn't really play... Um, as they can and there's a kind of sense that there's just a bit of slippage here it's now whether they can recalibrate get it back again and Queen's Park becomes a huge game on Friday night yeah mm -hmm. so, so many fascinating strands to this one will be <coughs> how the Wraith now deal with being mm -hmm. where they are and on the, the sort of I know they were taught bef before the game but there's a certain, certainly a shift in dynamic now so that that's a factor in itself but the, the biggest thing for me and it's been building, building the, f the most fascinating one is I think Jim Goodwin's already been planting the seed, but what does Mark Ogren do? How much, how how much does he give Jim Goodwin? Mm -hmm. It's he didn't do it last. He didn't really. They didn't really go at it last January when they probably. Sh I think in hindsight they should have done that. Well, it's not in hindsight. I think we were saying that, mm -hmm. that you know their situation was retrievable, mm -hmm. but they didn't really go for it, did they? In the January, no. this can he afford not to, Mark Ogren? Um, is that is that squad as it is? I mean, it could still do it. You know, your race could still fall away. Exactly. But there's jeopardy to it, isn't there? By goodness, there's jeopardy to it. Yeah, there is, and there's also the 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 factor of of Wraith themselves and what do they do in January? Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think you mentioned Andy Barrowman before. Now, is it him that I've seen speaking about it? It's basically that I mean they're not going to throw loads of money at it because no. they don't have it. So uh, it's. Uh, but I mean, they will throw some at it. So there will be some uh, movement in that squad. So on that basis, I mean, United will, they'll have to go and do something as well. Certainly I mean, midfielder, surely. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, again, I'm, I'm reading a lot of Alan's stuff. <coughs> yeah. But if, if United, it seems to be, they just want to, and they do have good players out wide, they just want to get the ball out wide. But mm -hmm. if, you know, teams are quite, they were like, they know they're not going to get broken down through mm -hmm. the middle. Which mm -hmm. is, you know, they're, they're limited in what they can do, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would, uh, I mean, yeah, I think when you're in the transfer market, I think you look at St. Johnson over the last few years and in January, it's not, it's it's a difficult window. Um, yeah. And really, if you're applying sticking plasters to problems or looking for solutions, then inevitably there's a short-termism to it. Which isn't what you want to be doing in a, in a transfer window, really. You want it to be every every move that you make. You would, in an ideal world, want it to be planning for the future, and this is going to mm -hmm. suit us, you know, uh, in a year's time, not just for the next mm -hmm. six months or whatever. Um, but given that United are, I mean, yes, they they could still turn it around without any changes whatsoever. But they are now playing catch up. They're five points behind now, um, and even if they win their game in hand, they're still two behind. So there is a, a newfound, in that sense, there's a newfound desperation to United's situation because um, they need to get back on top of that league. So 
yeah, there is a there is a almost a desperation factor creeping in uh, at this point, um, and how they deal with that will be fascinating because I mean they, they've been, they've been in pole position most of the season, and now they've lost it. So this this pressure is entirely new mm-hmm. for Dundee United now, and uh, yeah, they need to answer it. Yeah, and, yeah, it's it's really really challenging. So, Jeff, I mean, you Jeff, I don't know. You, I didn't really answer any no, questions. Didn't, no, didn't, there. I just yeah. wanted well, no, to ground the houses. Where do they need to strengthen, Jim? Well, where do they need to strengthen? Well, it's not so much where they need to strengthen. I think they know they need to need strengthen. I, I, I think they need, by the looks of it, I kind of think they need a partner for, for more. They need somebody to provide further growth for it. His goals have dried up. Now, that might be a combination of the fact that he's, he's That's a big issue for itself, isn't and it? And he's finding Huge himself issue. drifting away way to try and get the ball or whatever. Mm. We talked last week about this. He's not the type of player that will kind of... He's not the natural. Yeah. He's a big kind of... He, he's a striker striker. He's not the type of ball boy that's going to drift back 30 yards to try and pick the, the goal up. So they need creativity. Now, you look to the bench of that creativity, and we touched on this. I mean, I, I, you know, looking at what they had to bring on, they brought Kujo on, they brought Watt on. On Saturday, could you? There are a couple of interesting things. He, 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 you know, he created a couple of. Uh, I think he shot and goal, and he, he, he won across the goal for somebody too. He, he looks to me, uh, and it's, you know, I, I think he's, he's still young. He's still got a bit to learn, but he, he's got the ability. I think he's got the ability to do what Easton did mm-hmm. on Saturday. Get to get by people. I mean, I don't think it's hard to buy people in the game that can get past people, can run at people aggressively, take them on, jink, go by them, and either assist or score goals. I think he can do Definitely that. Definitely talented. But, 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 but he's not getting a run. Now, only Jim Goodwin can answer why he's not getting a run. Is it because Jim's a defensive-minded coach? Does he, does he, is there something about the boy? Does he, he doesn't see? quite does he trust. Think? Yeah. You just don't know. But, I mean, I, I think he's he's worth a run from the start. And then if it doesn't work out, if he's not, you know, if he's not uh, doing the business after 60 minutes, then you hook him. Fair enough, that's the way it goes. And, and on reflection, if you've got a guy who's 85% fit as... Fotheringham was at the weekend, even if he's kind of, even he have been, has been kind of scoring the goals and all the rest of it, maybe it would have been better to bring him on later on. Yeah. Um, Did he look like an 85% fit? footballer? Um, I, I just, yeah. I, I didn't think he was particularly at it, but mm-hmm. I didn't think any United players were really at it on, on, on Saturday. So, you know, I mean, Sean's kind of, I'll, I'll come to his rescue because he's not really worth it. The bottom line is quite simple. <laughs> How do you get someone? In, in the January window, you've got a com- and I get fed up hearing myself saying this. Your combination of options are you get somebody on loan, which is probably your best bet, somebody that wants to prove themselves somewhere else, a manager thinking, right, let's get this this uh-huh. kid out on loan. And, you know, and and what I would say is as well, they've gone. There's been a real change of emphasis since mm. Tony Ashgar left. They're not getting players from here, there, and everywhere. Jim Goodwin signings have <laughs> broadly been mm. domestic, so that's it's even yeah. harder to get them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, Tony's done it full them, so unless they can kind of unless they can kind of work it all, boys. Well, you know, I, I think you know, I think Tony Asker's well at the picture. There are still one or two mm. recalcitrants at Tannadies that think he's pulling the strings or something. That, that's long. That's long gone. So you know, United now need to find through the recruitment strategy either loan players or identify players that are out of favour at other clubs that are not getting a game at other clubs that other clubs are prepared to to let go. And we come back to that old chestnut. If if you're prepared to let somebody go in January, why? Usually because he's out of form. He's injured. Um, there's an attitude problem. There's a hundred and one things. Not always the case. Sometimes you, you find a kind of diamond in the rough. But by and large, I think they need they need more strike force mm-hmm. because for mm-hmm. the moment molts dried up. They need something creative. Um, unless they're going to unless they're going to actually give Kujo a start and you know, um, or, or or give Kujo a start and also bring somebody in that's also creative. You know, I know they missed Doherty. Doherty would have made a big difference, but you know, David Wallace Spoon, yeah, Spoonie, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't see why there's, not. There's a guy with a bit of experience. I mean, well, I, I only caught the basics at uh, Big Levine saying, you'll not be coming aye. back here, but at championship level? Well, Power contract. Yeah. Well, I, mean, well, is, is that, I mean, what I was talking about January being difficult. Mm. And in an ideal world, you don't want to be applying sticking plasters to problems. You want long-term solutions. Yeah, open, now, he's probably... Well, it's been probably not a long-term mm. solution at this point in his career. I think exactly. 34 in January, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, you could argue that he has, he has the definition of a sticking plaster at this point. But given the fact that he's out of contract in January, he, 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 he's, he only needs to serve a purpose for you. And the way he's playing, or really the way he has played in the championship so far... Virtually as a striker. Yeah, pretty virtually much. Virtually as a striker. Pretty much. He's... he's Assisted, he assisted, he's assisted a, 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 a shed load and he scored a few. So uh, I think, yeah, you could not to be sniffed at. Yeah, you know, do United need goals? Yeah, they do. He's, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll assist yeah. the Do you know where it comes from? <coughs> we haven't spoken about it for, for months, though, but if you bring, and I would agree with you, I think he could, he could absolutely yeah. be the difference for them. But again, that's going to put Tony Watts, he's going to put Tony Watt further down the pecking order because. Mm-hmm. Spoonie is now in that sort of position, mm-hmm. you know, that off off the striker. Yeah. So that that's been an issue. It will it will could be an issue that rears its head again, Jim, couldn't it? You know. Yeah. How I'm, do you keep how do you keep Tony Watt happy because yeah. they're, they're not? You know what I mean? We've, mm-hmm. we've spoken about this mm-hmm. for for months. Well, you know, slightly worrying too is I mean I saw some suggestion the other day. It was one of the fan sites. I'm not claiming credit for this, but um, suggesting that United are now starting to lose not lots of goals, but Goals that mm-hmm. silly ones, you yeah, know, silly mm-hmm. ones, and and when you've got three defenders, you know, being jinked around and pulled away as a man's going away from goal, still getting the shot away, when you've got a pretty oh, no, bad that looked defense, terrible. That, that, looked that, terrible. That, that's a bad goal to lose because they've, they've got on the face of it, they've got the central defensive partnership which we've waxed lyrical about, mm-hmm. which has looked really, really good, but. Gallagher got, has the chance to shut do that down at source, doesn't he? You've got to do it over the course of the whole, the whole season. And, and what is really interesting now is, well, United's goal against record is so much better. 18, yeah. uh, rate of conceded 18, United have only conceded seven. 7, which is terrific in 15 games. Still a great defensive record. But Wraith are sneaking up the goal scoring charts. They've now scored mm-hmm. 29. Yeah, they're catching scored 35. There, there's five in it. I mean, at one stage, it was something like oh, more than two to yeah. one just a few weeks back. So Wraith are kind of sneaking up there in, in, in the goal scoring charts as well. Um, so I think, you know, United need somebody to assist Mill. They need more creativity um, in the midfield. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do need a... Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody kind of uh, defensively who just shuts down these errors. I don't think I don't think defence is a big issue at the minute. I think it's the midfield. You know, finding creativity in the midfield, finding players who can produce from the wide positions, but also find if you can produce from the wide positions. And everything on Saturday came from down the left hand side. The right hand side was, you know, I mean, you could you could have put your slippers yeah. on and had a cigar out there. Um, I th- you need creativity through the middle of the park. People sitting kind of behind the striker who can open open that up with runs down the two channels, taking men on and the rest of it. I think we could just got should be given a shout to doing that, but also think they probably want to, to bring someone in to add to that area as well. You're right. So I mean, I think Spoonie is a two plus two equals four, isn't he? Yeah. Because you can, you yep. can play him in, in two mm. or three different positions. Mm-hmm. So if, if United aren't in for him, I would be asking mm-hmm. questions as to as to why, unless unless only be the age, unless Booney's got something lined up in the in the top flight. Then, it's also bring experience. Yeah, that's important. yeah, that's but, important. It's, it's, yeah. The Inverness things kind of feels like it's kind of 
mm. peaked a wee bit, doesn't it? You know, so listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not his agent. No, I'm not his I agent. Well, but I, uh, I, I did see the rumor mill suggesting that Shy Murray might be coming back to City one day. You know. Oh. Yeah. Uh, to either or, you know, United fans fighting who it's going to come to the he's, dens, you know. He's trying to curry favour by pushing over Dundee fans. What about, can, you, <laughs> can, you, can you see, you see Simon being allowed to leave Ross County as they're fighting for their lives? He'd be great know. for the championship. Depends on Derek Adams, isn't it? Yeah. Whether he thinks he's, <laughs> whole whether he thinks he's absolutely hopeless. He would, by the way, he would be a great signer for United. He would, I agree. Oh, tremendous. Yeah. Tell you what, we're sorting, we're sorting uh, oh. Jim Goodwin's yeah. Team out for well, him Simon in China. Murray, Simon Murray, they win go. the league by 10 points. That's it. <laughs> hey, yeah. Come on, are you listening, Jim? Uh, mate? I agree. <laughs> Isn't it? So yeah. I mean, that's too... Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Too... And also, I mean, you, 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 look, you look at Simon Murray under contract and you think there's no way they'd let him go, but after the weekend with, with Derek Adams' outburst, <coughs> you can't rule anything out at this point. Didn't think it, Queen's it, Park would let him go. No, exactly. Well, e right. evidently Derek Adams thinks most of these players are guff. So guff that's right. Is Simon Murray one of them? I can't remember. Is he? He's been because he's been to both. Because is he a United or a Dundee fan? Simon Murray. He's Dundee. Uh, he's Dundee. Ah, he's yeah. Dundee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Ugh, that doesn't hold him back that's these days, does it? No, it doesn't matter. matter. All, they all cross the road these days, don't they? Yes, yes. He put a Dundee fan on his backside. He's quite late to do it. Oh, we're to come to that, Jim. Right? Okay. Well, listen, it's. It's fascinating stuff. It's mm. absolutely. I mean, just to see how Jim Goodwin, how his his demeanour change changes if at all. You know, all, all the little subplots. They're all they're all there, yeah. and it's uh, and Mister Temple will be on top of it all. And mm -hmm. as we will be with Wraith Rovers, who are becoming a, a bigger yeah. bigger story, Don't which is what? which is which is great mm -hmm. in itself. Right, we'll we'll move to uh, we'll move to the highlights of the so but so much to get through today. This uh -huh. is uh, <sighs> first. I've, Derek Adams, come on! I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I've never been a fan. No, I just think, I think he's clearly got, he's clearly got things that mm. that you want from a manager. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I totally, I mean, I expect him to help keep Ross County up. I expected them to, to get a, a bounce and to go on runs because, mm -hmm. but he's he's missing so many things that would what I would look for in a manager. And for me, a cool head, a cool head being one of them. I think that is. I've said it in the, on Twitter. If he'd if he'd made all those points mm -hmm. in the Cooley in a midweek preview, mm -hmm. or even after a win or something <coughs> like that, I would have I would have listened to him and I would have said, okay, there are some you make some points in there. And if he'd made it in a calm and a rational manner, you'd say, okay. But he didn't. He was just being a bad loser, wasn't mm -hmm. he? He was, he was yeah. stung by the fact his right. team his team were beaten in the in the last minute, and he came out and he had a bit of a. He, he had a bit of a rant, and it was all over the place. And I think for him, I'm, we're not we're not a Ross County it's podcast. Attempted deflection, but I think I think he's created a world of. I think he's created far more problems for himself yep. with his own group, mm. and the way the national media and the national spotlight will be on mm. him and his team if yep. there's any wee slip up. Yep. I think he's made a huge, huge error in what he did, Jim. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's there's two for a guy that should be experienced. He's now. just in yeah. the door. To have done it just in the door, but he's a massively experienced manager. I mean, I think we're talking here the other week. He's got, I, I can't remember, I had the figures the other week, but Derek Adams has about 600 games under his belt. So we're talking more about as a 20 manager. years. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, got a phenomenal yeah. amount of games under his belt as a manager, you know. Um, so you can only speculate as to 
what you know what his what his relationship has been when he went back in. What he said to Roy as he said to Roy, this team's not good enough. They'll go down. This is the rebuild. Has he said any of that stuff, or has he just kind of lost the plot? You know what? A lot of this I've said this before on on this podcast. A lot of this comes back to um, PR and football. PR people in Scottish football tend, by and large, not really to have the power or the clout to say to the manager, right? See, before you go out there, what are you going to say? Here's what you're liable to be asked, no matter how experienced the manager is. Think about this, they're going to, the boys, you know, the press are going to be after you for this, not the next. I don't what think he will, though. I think he, I don't, he's, no, he's, he's just, just going to, he, he's launched off. He's and, decided I mean, he wants to came, go off and, came and out nowhere. Do you know what? Came if, out nowhere. If he wanted to make a point about his own team, yeah. For instance, then yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah, that's a gamble. To, to, to it is right? a gamble, and we've we've seen already this season with Steve McLean who played that card once too yeah, often. That's right. Um, <coughs> but it can be dangerous. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it would have been a risk from uh, mm. to go out and and publicly do his team like mm-hmm. that if you want. But it's the fact that he folded in the entirety of Scottish football into <laughs> it as well. It's not just about Ross County. This is about the entire game. Yeah. And I said, well, hang on a minute, mate. You, 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 you've just come back up the road. Ah, he's played, a matter he's, of he's weeks only played ago. against four teams or five teams max. You know? A matter of weeks ago, he's come back up the road, presumably willingly, mm-hmm. to take this job. And now now the entire game is not good enough. And I, I mean, what, what are you talking about? It was about? sanctimonious, wasn't it? Was, it? it was yeah. bullying, though, all uh, that sort of stuff. Spe- Don't come and preach, basically. I've, I've been away in the, in the, in the big leagues, yeah. <laughs> the big leagues of I, England. I, you know what? But, I, I, and I know better yeah. than you. This, I, this I, is, I think that's at the root of it. I, I, you know, and I'm only speculating. I speak to his old man now and again. You know, George is a great guy. You know, but I, I wonder if Derek really wants... I think Derek's wanted back to Scotland, but not to Ross County. He wanted back maybe to a Dundee mm-hmm. or an Aberdeen. Some of that, I don't think he's wanted back to the Ross County, but it's been already, you know. Um, and, and I'm kind of wondering already if he thinks I've made a bad move here. Yeah, I've well. made a bad move. I've gone from lower division English football, but he's probably wanted to go somewhere in England. But, you know, second best, come back up to Scotland. Mate, he's managed at Plymouth and all the rest of it. We had his he's go, come back he's had his go and, at Bradford's you know, another one. Yeah. Sort of mm-hmm. bigger city clubs down yeah, there. That I, probably wasn't going to happen again. He's come back to a kind of, you know, and I hate to say this, but a small town provincial club who, if they weren't back the way they are by a very wealthy yeah, individual, would, would probably find their place in Scottish football as is the championship or something like that. You know? Lower. And, or, and, lower. And, or lower. And, and might, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... You know, I, I was really surprised. I, I look, we've all we've all went the, the boozer after a lousy game, and oh, the game's garbage. You know that Saints <laughs> that United. But, but we we haven't said that every player in Scotland. Look, we we're not. You know, this is no La Liga. This is not the English Premier League. We know that. You know, but it's no it's no as bad. It's not yeah. as bad as he. I mean, there are technical deficiencies. There are sometimes you look at guys that you think couldn't trap a bag of cement mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. But, you know, by and large, the league is full of good, honest-to-goodness pros. There are different levels from top to bottom. Celtic are a notch above everybody else, although we'll not be touching them, but I think the Rangers... I thought it was interesting, I thought it was interesting well, Sean, yeah. the, the P&J, our sister paper, they do a sort of fans uh-huh. reaction piece on, on a Monday to... to to, I don't know if they do it to all their teams, but right. I read the Ross County one there yesterday, uh-huh. and, and there's there's their fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same same one every week, but mm-hmm. he was he was he he worded it quite well. He wasn't impressed. No, you know he was. No, so if, 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 if even Ross County fans aren't impressed, there's, there's yeah. ways to go about things, and that is not no, the way one of them. to go about it at all. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean. As you say rightly, I think if you want to discuss this after you've won a game, then that'll be an interesting thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the manner of the defeat, it just makes it look like sour grapes. It's pathetic, I think. And, um, you know, 
if you want to be constructive about things, then that's different as well. He mm -hmm. wasn't being constructive at all. He's been destructive. Mm -hmm. it, it was like toys out of the pram stuff. Mm. Yes. It really, really was. Um, I think it was tragic. Yeah. Yeah, we can agree. We can all agree on that one. Mm -hmm. The pitch invasion, Jim. I'm, I'm torn with this one. I think, I think they literally went too far. And if, if you're if you're last minute winners in front of your own fan, if you can't celebrate them, then what can you celebrate? Yeah. Spill on the track, maybe just on the pitch. It was too much. It was too far. And there was too many. It was it was too deep up the pitch and anywhere but Dingwall. It would have been fights on the pitch. I, I, just, yeah, I think there would have been fans from the other team coming on to, you know, and and let's. I mean, most of them are celebrating, but some were, some were on the giving up. it on the wine. As yeah, you yeah. Say. It's, so, it's, so I think I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. You, you know what I mean? And, if, well, I and if, if Simon Murray's in a position where, if a player's, <coughs> it's their place of work. If, if a player's in a position where he, he feels he's got to, yeah. he's got oh, to push listen, over I'm, a supporter, I don't things, have, things have gone too far, haven't they? I don't blame Simon for a minute, because you never know what's coming. I you mean, suddenly either. see somebody at the corner of your eye, and, and you know, and you push out. It was actually mm. a cracking push. You know, that was great. Got push, wasn't it? You know, part of the hand, put him on his backside. He was quite ready to do it because you don't know where the guy's coming from, what, he, what his plans are. Understand the, emo look, the emotion, the rot, particularly, you know, the way things have been done. Do you mean my big neighbour Bob over the fence? I hope he's not listening to this, but <laughs> he, goes he, doesn't, he doesn't invade he your garden, does he? Dun <laughs> he goes daft in Dundee, and I think he kind of he has a few drinks and he, he kind of spends a Saturday night singing. I can hear him over the hedges. He's you know he's, he's singing loquaciously about the, the the glorious dark blues. I could hear him Saturday night. He was giving a lulldy, you know. Um, but um, I understand the celebration of the rest. That but there's a kind of you know, th th there are things you don't do, and I think you've got to be very careful about approaching players and all the rest of it these days. But Simon, Simon shoving the guy, instinctive reaction. I don't blame him for one minute because you've no idea what, that, what you know what the no, just going to do. It's probably just sheer celebration. But you're right. I mean, could you imagine Tynecastle or something like that? They'd have been. I was, I was. It's funny when you see, you know, ordinary blokes. If you mm. like. <laughs> uh, he decided to, to to take on a professional athlete, yeah. six foot odd. It's, like, it's not going to end well. I, mean, I don't know what you thought was going to happen there, mate. Oof. He scattered quickly, anyway, didn't he? Oh, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, once, once, you've, once you've felt that push, you're like, well, I'm not going back there. Well, that'll do. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I don't, I don't, I tend to file this stuff under. Uh, people people say, oh, we don't like to see this sort of thing. I actually do. I, uh, I, no, I, see, I think most people secretly no, I, do I, quite I, like I'm it. The same. Yeah, yeah sanitise the game, you know. I, but, I mean, I, I do take your point that it was, there's exuberance and then mm. it, it went a little bit beyond that. And uh, Yeah, I mean, it's only... That's a last-minute winner in Ross County. Come yeah. on, that's that's no. You've not won the Scottish Cup or anything. Oh, that's, that's, that's that's the yeah. bit. I mean, I think did United but, fans go quite as far on the pitch well, when they did it? I think they, they probably did. And that, but the but thing, that was to get that was, that was, that was, that was to win a promotion. To, but they think wasn't, no, Europe, no, it wasn't Europe, Europe, That's right. Yeah. So the um, aye, uh, it's uh, I, with that said, it is a long. It's a long journey. There's I plenty think, of time for I think, drinks I think to have been taken. It. It's no coincidence that it happens yeah. up at Dingwall, isn't it? No, absolutely. Boys on a good, having a good trip. Yeah, boys on the train all day up there. So yeah, they've had a fair scoot by Did the United fans do it in Inverness when they popped up with that last winner? Winner? I can't remember. I think there was maybe tracking oh, cars, yeah, because the players went on at the track. Oh, but so yes, there would have been, but not on at the pitch itself. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's boys who are who are well oiled. And a, a 97th minute winner, that's exciting. So, yeah, I mean, I understand it from that point of view. Oh, I think it's I, it's the most significant goal of Dundee's season, I would suggest, Jim. I mean, there was, 
I, I thought I had a sneaky that mm. Ross County would win that. I, I suspect Eric Adams did as well. I think right, that's where, yeah. probably where he's coming yeah. from. And he, he, that's a that's a sliding door one for. I'm, I'm still not sure Dundee get top six, but <coughs> it keeps them in in the hunt. And had they had they even drawn, had cer- certainly had they lost. We, well, we talked about yeah. it. It was the picture was looking very different. So Dundee are they're. They're quite indomitable. Aye, they've you got know, something just, about, and I think uh, the fans are buying into that, aren't oh, they? That's oh, why yeah. they're loving it just now. Yeah. They're loving it. Uh, well, I mean, quite right. Why would you not? I mean, they've done very, very, very little wrong. I mean, they, they got scudded five 0 from Rangers at, at Danes, um, which you know, frankly, um, nobody likes to to admit it. I mean, I saw. Aberdeen fans having to go Barry Robson the other day for saying we can't expect to go down to Glasgow and dominate the game again. And yeah. he's probably he's probably right. He's right. I think they'd do better than they did. But I mean, understand that. But you know, that apart, even the, the defeat at Ibrox, um, you know, the three one defeat at Ibrox, there were so many things that you know, dodgy penalties and all the rest of it, you know. Um yeah. there are so many things that could have gone better that day. I just think by and large, so far, I'm not sure that many Dundee fans could have uh, expected it to be such a success. So far, I mean, they're sitting there two points behind Hibs in sixth place, and they've got two games in hand, yeah. and they're only three points off the pace. So, you know, and Hibs we'll come to them next. Hibs are not very good. Hibs are an enigma wrapped in a riddle, they as are. they used to say. They're just they're one of these sides on their day are capable of beating anybody, but also off their day are capable of doing kind of daft things. But that's not Dundee's problem. I mean, Dundee, and yeah, they beat Dundee. I mean, Dundee, um, I think, are doing really, really well. Uh, top six is achievable. Mm-hmm. It I is mean, achievable. You know, we've been talking about what Mark Ogren might do, but what might um, Tim Keyes and John Nelms do at Dens? Might mm-hmm. they find, you know, something in the, in the, in the kitty to I strengthen th- a wee bit I there do. as well? I, I, I would like, if they could, I would, they, they can afford, they've got such a big squad, mm-hmm. they could probably afford to fund it by letting two or three go, mm-hmm. go because I, I don't think if you, I don't think Europe is realistic for Dundee's. If if mm-hmm. if it was one of those seasons where you thought Europe was realistic, <coughs> I think you could really justify having a proper go at it. But I, I'm yet to be convinced mm-hmm. that that's realistically within their reach. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I think you're now looking at they're either going to be top of the bottom or bottom of the top which mm. would be either either is incredibly good for the first season mm. up but is it worth you know like a, a serious gamble well I don't know Dundee's finances or or or, or Tim Keyes's desire to uh, get himself into get a few mm-hmm. uh, get a couple of European trips from uh, mm-hmm. as as Mark Ogren's mm. lapped up a couple of years couple of years previously maybe maybe yeah. maybe, maybe you, they will go for you it. look at the I mean the, the money that I mean Aberdeen have made for instance in the, oh, co- in the, the conference stage. league oh, yeah, by yeah. getting to the group stage I mean what it's about it's about five million oh, winning, a, million winning a game is the that's what's total, a few hundred right. grand I think that in total that's what they've earned from it that's <coughs> five million six million mm-hmm. I mean that's not to be sniffed at so I mean if 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 Tony Docker is saying to uh John Nelson that's how you sell it yeah if you back me here I'll get you into Europe then it's also that that might be worth rolling the dice on yeah. in their as in their eyes. Mm-hmm. The European thing is also a, a huge prestige booster. Yeah, it's massive. You no, know, I mean it's you know just the thought of being in Europe. I mean, um, Dundee had some great nights. I mean, I've been at some of them going way, way, way back the old first cup and all the rest of it. But I mean, um, it, it's a a big prestige booster. You know, we've all been abroad with Saints. We've been abroad with United. Um, watching, it's just there's a kind of there's something special 
about about you know you, the whole European adventure. Even when you go to places you've not heard of before, mm-hmm. and teams that you you know you, you grew up never hearing uh, the way the game is developed. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just you know I mean, uh, this is maybe one for another call. I'm starting to, I'm starting to wonder where the game. Was going. We just touched last week on the whole. I mean, there was hints and sweet suggestions at the weekend that Brentford might have a wee interest in Dundee United. Oh, yeah. The game is changing. You're dropping, with, you're you know, dropping nuggets. Uh, in well, no, just I mean, just wee suggestions that you know because they're undoubtedly the the whole um, you know whole nature of the game. I think is going to change in terms of. Multi-club ownership and all the rest of it. Well, Jeff Brown obviously SFA, said that that's a well, game changer Well, are already in talks, you know. So if the SFA give it the nod, would you think on it, clubs like St Johnston... Well, it'd, be, it'd be a case-by-by-case. They're yeah, not, yeah, not going to suddenly put, put, no. in a, put in a new rule. Well, might, might, you know. might have done DB, you know, attractive to, to someone... Well, Burnley. To, uh, or, yeah, that's, so. is, that's the, that's the know, chance, you, isn't you've it? Got, I mean, you've got English clubs who've got money to burn. You know, I mean, uh, clubs like Burnley will pick up, what, £100 million a year just yeah, from TV. being in the Premier League with TV rights and all the rest of it. You know, it's... Uh, anyway, that, that, I mean, I digress on that, but you just you never do. know. Uh, but I think um, Tim Keyes, and he's been a good steward of the club. You know, him and the Elms have been there a long time now, um, uh, if they find a few. But I, I, probably the same. Probably Europe's maybe just a bridge too far. Top six definitely isn't a bridge too far, I think, for them. I think they could certainly set their cap at, at top six. Um, mm-hmm. And if not, I think I think they no. should. I think they should be bold. Yeah. Go for it. Why not? For it. I think if you're Tony Docherty, I don't. I, I think you could. Oh, that's absolutely. I mean, he's got. That's how you he's, sell he's it. He's got right. credit in the bank, and he's he's got an easy sales pitch. Yeah. I haven't just, spoken over I must ask him. Did, did he really expect to be here at this stage? I mean, it, what? Still at Dundee? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sitting here in seventh, with two games in hand, potentially could be in fifth place. I mean, they've done brilliantly. I don't think he would have done. done super. I don't think he would have done. Maybe, maybe, maybe after he saw the squad, he I'm got only saying this because I met an old guy in the queue that all, all these the other day and he said to me, he said, I like your call. And he says, you've been very kind to my team this year. Which one? <laughs> Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> Can't not be sure. kind to them. Can't <laughs> not yeah, be I'm kind to them. Uh, no, uh, they deserve it. They're very good. And they will be where at the start of the year, do you think, Sean? Dundee? Where do you think? By the time that Saints... <coughs> But saying, second. I I'm looking forward to that one, I have to say, because we're covering yeah. a bit of territory in that, but that's the, that's the one of the festive games, that's yeah. the one that stands out. I think mm. I think there'll be a few Saints fans that'll be saving up their money for that one. I just got my tickets away, yesterday. Looking up the away yeah. trips, you know, Livingston's <laughs> not quite as enticing. Mm-hmm. Ibrox at 30-odd quid isn't that enticing. Uh, no. Kilmarnock the, the Saturday before Christmas. <laughs> no. So yeah, all, that's, roads lead, that's the big one. all roads lead to Dens Park. Yes, it will be. It'll be a busy one, that. Um, and yeah, I mean, for... St. Johnston are, are looking uh, ever more transformed on a weekly basis. So, you, you would, as a St. Johnston fan, you would go into it with, with a lot more hope than you would have done previously. So, that'll probably entice... Were you better pay in the day, that one, or was it? I don't think so. No, I think it's Dundee have sent physical tickets. Right. So, you need to get your physical tickets. So, I, they're, um, they're getting posted out to me, but after the 20th, you have to go and pick them up. <coughs> Again, I mean, I could I could win John about this for you ages could. as well. I mean, what what are we doing? You're making life difficult oh, yeah, for people. Oh, your Easter Road experience wasn't. It's just ridiculous. Aberdeen's another one. Wasn't whole, it? Yeah, yeah, the whole idea of of making life difficult Putting for supporters who way. want to go to football matches is crazy. You know, people who are standing offering money to football mm. clubs and they're mm. going, no, no, we don't want that. I mean, it's ridiculous. You should be able. In a, in a stadium with thousands of empty seats, you should be able to wake up on a Saturday morning and go, you know what? I fancy going to football today. Yeah. And you should be able to go and pay your way in. And it shouldn't be any more complicated than that. 
the fact that the fact that it's not like that is just pathetic. Pathetic. Laughable. Uh, everything is kind of. You sometimes think, and it's, I think it's true. Everything is kind of uh, built so, for those who actually run the clubs to make their lives easier, mm. as opposed to the punter who pays their wages. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's backwards. Yeah, ah, shouldn't it be that way? <laughs> yeah. So, but do you see Dundee? Anyway, where were we? Where were we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can, will Dundee be in the top six by the time Saints come to Dens on the second? Um, who have they got before that? Well. The, Let's see what the fixture list is. I've got the fixture list there somewhere. If I can find it. <laughs> the iPad come to the rescue here. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, no. no. That's, that's United, isn't it? That's good podcast material. This is great. Scrolling through here. Oh, that's, that's my electricity bill. You don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see it either, actually. Uh, Someone sang the yeah. countdown music or something. <laughs> Oh, well, that's a picture of the view last night. Right, so, I don't want to see that either. So we've got, uh, <laughs> so we've got Aberdeen on the twenty third. Home to Aberdeen, then home to Celtic, then away to Kilmarnock. Oof. Then away. Uh, oh no, that no. Sorry, that's after the break. So there we go. Yeah, no, they are away to Kilmarnock. Sorry. So yes, uh, home to Dundee, home to Aberdeen, uh-huh. home to Celtic, away to Kilmarnock, and then the St John's thing. Mm. So. Three games, two of them at home. Aberdeen? Four points. Depends which Aberdeen turn up. Yeah. Beat Aberdeen, draw with Kilmarnock. That's your, that's your target, I would suggest. Four would be decent. Four would be decent. And they could well be in the top Celtic six. Celtic could be vulnerable. Could, oh, and there you go, right. Seven then. Okay, they're definitely, <laughs> in, the, definitely in the top six. But yeah. No, no, I think they could be. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Right, Jim. Saints, that's the first... That's not... They've had some good wins in different ways, although all, all the Craig Levine wins have been <coughs> one nils. Um that one this one passed there against Hibs, they yeah. they were better than Hibs in in pretty much every department, mm-hmm. I think. And the stats backed it up, apart from possession, but I'm I'm just totally ignoring possession as a stat these days because it, it matters absolutely not a jot unless it's some like ninety ten, you know, it's it just it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a tactical thing as much as a <clears throat> as much as a sort of a pointer to how how our game's gone, they get they create chances this time, and you know just when when mm. we Max has, has missed a couple, I say missed the first one was a great save <clears throat> by Marshall. The second one he, he he's got to be burying it. There was a, a dis- disallowed goal that pr- I think probably was right because the the guys uh, DJ stood in front of a goalie that probably could have probably could have got to. Um, but it was a it was a performance of of substance. We've seen the uh, things improved def- defensively in terms of just the general shape. I did think I mentioned in my piece. I did think this was a this this game gave me the f- not gave me the fear actually, but I thought mm-hmm. it was going always going to be the biggest test because I think Hibs have got the paces front line yeah. in, the, in the country. Right, yeah. You wouldn't have known it. <coughs> you wouldn't have known it on Saturday. Played because, no part in the game. So mm-hmm. you know they've now they're positioning themselves in such a way that. They're not. I mean, start of the season, first couple of months, Saints were getting exposed. Mm-hmm. Saints centre halves were getting exposed, mm-hmm. and one v ones. I'm thinking Sam McClelland, like mm-hmm. occasion Andy Constantine. I'm not blaming them, but no, just no, the way the games were, they were yeah. getting exposed in one v ones. That Liam, made you think, Liam oh, Gordon looking nervous. Yeah, this, this isn't. This isn't how you can. You can build form. They've, they're building on that, and their midfield is starting to, mm-hmm. start to create more chances mm-hmm. to Graham Carey. Has sustained good form. He's been mm-hmm. he's been a, the player that St Johnson probably thought yeah. they were signing yeah. whenever it was that you know two summers ago. Mm-hmm. 
and they still they still need they will strengthen up front but all in all from where they were to where they are Jim it's been I think <coughs> it's been a heck of a job Craig Levine's done well I mean you know they need to score more still but that's it's very early days still I mean you know the key thing is a number of weeks ago, we're sitting saying, oh, it's eminently salvageable. Four, four points of drift when, that, when Steve McLean left. Mm. It was about that, Mark. And there they are now sitting eighth, seven points ahead of Livy. So you're now seven points clear of automatic relegation place. Um, An 11-point turnaround, yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we bit tighter with the Motherwells and Aberdeen, Ross County. But the key thing is they're above clubs like Aberdeen and Motherwell, who will have, you know, Aberdeen budget will Century of the water. Mm. Ross County's probably well as well. Oh, well oh, yeah. They're all Does. slightly different kettle of fish, but they're now only three points behind Dundee, albeit you know they, they played a game more. So the transformation has been remarkable. I mean, I think we said early on when we talked about what Levine would do, you know, just start kind of first week, he would just sit there uh-huh. watching him, he'd assess and he would look because he's, he's casting a very experienced eye over players, you know, who can do what, who can't do what, which is as important. And I think he now has a much better picture of who can do what who can't do what. And he's just, he, in many respects, he's old school. I've always got to watch when I say this old school because I once said when John Brown was appointed, <laughs> uh, you know, I said, I don't know what people call you old school. And I was about to throw him a bone and say, but that's, that's a, that can be a good thing. And he went off, he's not at me, you know, old school, you know. And uh, anyhow, so Levine is old school, but he's old school in a good way. He's old school in terms of he will drill players, he will kind of, you know, he will work, 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 work on shape, on form and all the rest of it. And I think you're starting to see that now. Guys actually know what they're doing. I think players like things simplified. Players like to go into part knowing what is wanted from a manager. And I don't think he's the type of manager over a, over a piece who has given players 15 different instructions. Uh-huh. Two or three simple instructions. Here's what you do. Here's what I want from you. And I think you're starting to see that now in terms of the organisation side as well. And also... And we're starting to see a wee bit of craft. I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing young Franjak. Mm. Uh, I'm hearing so much. You know, there's there's nothing nothing better than a kid oh, coming that, through the ranks from local. In you itself. Know, it just, and 16-year-old. I mean, he's, you know, mm. I mean, old enough, you're good enough, you're good enough, you're old enough. Um, he's prepared to kind of throw him in there and uh, and he's had rave reviews, um, or, or, you know, with the performance and all the rest of the year. You know, uh, in, a, in, a, in a position that isn't his own. Exactly. Basically. I mean, we yeah. story, you know, from Hansen, you, you're winning out with kids, you know. Um, and I knew where he's going with that one. And since then, I expect to kind of win the league <laughs> with, with, with one young 16-year-old. But it's indicative, I think, of the confidence that's starting to flow through the side now. You know, a young boy steps in, has a terrific game. And you're seeing people like Phillips who are, you know, got a bit of craft and Smith in the midfield and all the rest of it. Kerry, I like, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm a fan of Kerry. I think he's he's got... Lovely guile and craft about him up front. I haven't seen enough of DJ, to be honest with you too. But the, the thing is, generally speaking, tighter at the back, organised, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing and the confidence is now starting to surge through through the side. So it's been a remarkable, a remarkable um, uh, difference. And But the key thing is, they're now that big, big chunk of points away from bottom club. Lovey, you look doomed to me. And, you know, I... You, There'll not be any great loss. I hate to say, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you know, they're... The pitch certainly won't. You know, yeah, I'd yeah. far rather see Wraith coming up than, than Livy being there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that. No harm them. I mean, they've, you know, they're, they're doing their best and all the rest of it. But um, the key thing for Saints now is that survival looks absolutely um, on the cards in terms of automatic. And mm-hmm. I, I think you'll see further progress, yeah. Um, what they do in the January window is intriguing as well because they do need more goals. 
Um, and, and there is an issue there, isn't there? I mean, you're, you're kind of Chris Kane. Well, what's the story? Out of contract? He's out of contract in January. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you know, wanting him to go to United as well, are you? Well, I mean, no. Well, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking more of Chris's injury situation. No, I like Kane. I'm a, I'm a Kane fan. I think he's a kind of he's a very smart player. He's a very shrewd player. You know, um, but. Nicky Clark back soon. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. So, so as a starting, I, I a starting place, maybe. I don't think we'll see him starting at Ibrox. No. I think there's a. But then I say Kilmarnock, would you, would you yeah. start a guy that's had ankle and calf problems in, yeah. on, the, on, on that pitch? On the plastic pitch. Yeah. So I still yeah. think you need. Maybe not. <coughs> and they've got Livingston yeah. away, so it's not exactly. It's not a, a fix unless you choose to be no. getting to be no. Chris Clark no. back. Chris Clark? Nicky Clark back in your no. team. Just thinking off the top of my head there, Sean, it hadn't occurred to me, but. I think that bit of skill, you know the one I'm talking about, yeah. that Franchik did not long before half-time. Yeah. I think that played a part in lifting the place. Fans yeah. absolutely loved it, didn't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, they, they absolutely did. And yeah, it was great. And he was fantastic. Um, a 16 years old, first start in an unfamiliar position, mm. and he looked like he had been there. He'd been playing there for, for years. Uh, I thought he was excellent. Really, really good. Just in terms of positioning and, yeah, and snapping and a tackle, getting he got crosses in. You know? Yes, he did. I mean, and that's I mean, speaking about this last week and and in previous weeks that the the, the right hand side I, I thought had been problematic. He's, um, he's the fourth wing back, right, since to play Craig Levine. Yeah. So and he's played Dan Phillips, James he's Brown, tried him there, Costello, yeah. Yeah. and. Yeah, so that tells its own story. It does, uh, but he, but but Franchak, I think looked looked the part there, um, to the extent that yeah, after the game, I'm, you're you're thinking, oh, he can do that. Oh, yeah. you, might, you might as well just. <laughs> I mean, you're still looking for someone come January, obviously, but I mean, uh, Craig Levine's his old man, and he'll he'll know he'll know what Franchak needs in terms of whether he whether he stays yeah. in or whether he. Dips him in and out. I would take him out for Ibrox personally, just, be, yeah, just maybe. because, you, just because yeah. you're cramped at the end of the game, end of the game and stuff. And Possibly, it's, it's, it's one for a more defensive. Well, or maybe not. Maybe it's not one for a more maybe defensive not. player. Maybe it's one for just exactly. You know, yeah. try, try and take them the other way. Quite possibly. Know? So we'll see. But I mean, I would, I would be tempted to leave him, uh, and um, if maybe if not at Ibrox, but certainly thereafter, because I, 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 I thought he was superb, really, really good, and. Um, yeah, as as you know, Stephen McLean was was a big fan of him earlier in the yeah, season. Yeah, he was talking him, him up. The he's, yeah. he's the one that <coughs> first said, "Listen, if he was old enough, yeah, he would have played." And you know, they would have played him as a fifteen-year-old mm -hmm. in the League Cup if he could have, if the rules had allowed. Yeah, which, which says says everything, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So he he was he impressed McLean, and obviously he's now impressed Craig Levine as well. And he, I think he said as much in an interview a few weeks ago, did he not? Craig Levine, I mm -hmm. think he talked about him. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it's it shows uh, it shows great trust as well from the manager's point of view, and that will give him a massive boost to the fact that he's 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 been trusted to come in and, and play that role in the first team. I love that we I love the wee video that Saints put together yeah, after it, was it great. just when you saw about five or six of the players and their reaction to, mm -hmm. to him up full time. Yeah, I think that says a lot about dressing room. I actually it thought it was a great idea and. And it was a, a wee window into their it was. their dressing room just now, wasn't and, it? And I came away from it thinking that looks like a St Johnston team in terms of the spirit that you're seeing from them mm -hmm. now. Uh, and actually, in terms of how they played as well, I thought they were they, they've gone from from 
being exposed and, and kind of being a wee bit all over the place earlier in the season to increasingly and then coming to its maximum point so far against Hibs, looking really organised and like they know exactly what they're doing, like they're not overcomplicated with instruction. It's like, well, here's your job and they're all doing it and it makes sense. And then afterwards, you've got that display of spirit and togetherness where they're all dead proud of, the, of Franchak and they're mm -hmm. all pushing him forwards towards the Who fans. Who had come off the to, pitch by that, so it wasn't yeah, as yeah. if he was even on, you know. And so they're pushing yeah, yeah, him yeah. back out to get his round of yeah. applause and, and everything like that. And actually even that, all of the players and Craig Levine coming over to the East Stand as well mm -hmm. to take the applause and it just it, it reinforces that that growing feeling of togetherness again and that that's coming back. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I think it, as it comes back, you start to realise, oh God, that was gone, yeah. and it had gone yeah, for no, it's gone for such a long time as well. I mean, it, it's it's been gone for a couple of years, so to feel that coming back, it's it's it all feeds into this kind of newfound positivity. I think. Yeah, you need if every club needs a, a player coming through. Yeah. every now and again to because they they do they have they have these. So they have this impact that with with support. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. maybe not every club is the same, but certainly mm -hmm. that's been my take on St. Johnson mm -hmm. over the years. Yeah. And listen, I'm not gonna I'm yeah. not gonna compare him to Ali McCann. He's a different style yeah. from what I've been told. I've not seen enough of him as but what I've been told of him. Yeah, he's more like Ali was in, but yeah. he's pile in Perth. I think yeah, he was no, born in Poland, but he lived right. lived yeah. in Perth from that's a very young age, and he's now up and it gets the bus down from Aberfeldy in the morning. Wee stories like that helped on the end. He's, yeah. he's other. He's got one brother in the academy, and mm. apparently the the younger brother's a talent as well. Mm. So, mm. you know, one of these the, the Saints are able to dig out all the pictures of him at the Saints in the community stuff. So all yeah. that, all that's great. You know, we said this last week. There is no good reason. I mean, a lot of good players have come out of Perth over the years. There is no good reason why Saints shouldn't be mining the talent in, in the Perthshire area up to the likes of the Amberfeldies mm -hmm. and the Walkeries and all the rest of it. You know, all story. You know, mm -hmm. you, you know, there is no good reason why they shouldn't. I think that's one of the things that will be done. We Levine's been good at that. Yes, it's, it's, no, it's I mean, not I'm just about Levine organising this first team. The mind will be, be stretching much further now. I mean, How do we organise the whole spell at Hearts? It would have yeah. been Craig Gordon, mm -hmm. I suppose. I'm, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I think I, I remember, revel in I remember United. Really Keith Watson. Did he not say he was mm -hmm. the best before he, he, did, he, he the best, the best defender he'd ever worked with and stuff? Or young of his age type thing. Hearts the second time. Hickey, a raft of them, I think Hearts fans will tell mm -hmm. you. So I don't think, I think he's, I think Franchak's, Steve mm -hmm. McLean was a very good manager for him, yeah. clearly, but I think Craig Levine will be, will be a good manager mm -hmm. for, for Franchak mm -hmm. and others that show a bit of potential, won't mm -hmm. they? You've got to show, I think, the potential and the hunger and the drive, all these, and if you've got that as a kid, a manager like Craig Levine will go. You know, all the all the way with you. You know, um, but it, it's not just a case of encouraging the kids. And you know, I mean, you know, when you have players organised and drilled and uh, and knowing what their role is, I mean, that's not just a case of wanting you to do X, Y, Z. That's a case of having fully researched the opposition. Uh -huh. So here's what you're meeting. Here's what you're meeting. Sorry, here's what this left left sided player will try to do to you. Here's what that right-sided midfielder will try to do. Here's what I want you to do to combat. Mm -hmm. So you know, the, 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 you know, between having Andy Kirk, there'll be loads and loads of research going on there, homework getting done, and that's how you that's how you school the side. And you're starting to see it already just that that whole sense of organisation and discipline. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what football's about. And then when you throw in the wee bit of craft, the wee bit of extra kind of 
talent and guile like a young Fran Franjak coming through. That's the icing on the cake, you know. Um, this season's basically been about staying up, and now it looks and still, so much brighter. Uh, well, still is. Still mm -hmm. is. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it looks so much brighter than just yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, weeks yeah. ago. Even, even just saying yeah. that St. Johnson are likely to not be bottom mm -hmm. going into the mid-season break, mm -hmm. is, I mean, any, mm -hmm. nobody would, I certainly wouldn't have predicted that a couple of no. months ago. So, no, that's, that's weird. It's increasingly looking likely that there'll be 11th. Uh, the, actually, the level of improvement's impressive because mm -hmm. I thought it would be a case of hanging on yeah. until January, until <coughs> you could make a few yeah, changes. Yeah, yeah. And if, if, if St. Johnson had got, under those circumstances, if they'd got to January, you know, if they were bottom, but within sort of three points, something like that, you, you would have taken that back then. Mm -hmm. So the, the level of improvement um, from then to now is, has actually been... Substantial away, away from home, though. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, they've that's scored one an goal and it was an own goal. Yeah, so that is the next challenge, isn't it, Sean? Yes, yeah, it is. Um, but uh, having, having watched them at the weekend there against Hibs, I just I, it felt like uh, let's not pretend that Hibs were brilliant. Mm -hmm. No, they weren't. They were rubbish. Um, but it did feel like it felt like a new level for St Johnston as well. I think if Hibs were poor, then St Johnston did their bit to ensure <coughs> it and right. took advantage of it as well. Um, so I, I, I feel like, yes, they, they, they've struggled away from home, but I feel like the improvements that they're making are such that it may well just be a matter of time. Mm -hmm. Well, I broke some Wednesday. It might be a bit maybe matter not of a bit, maybe not that matter one. of a bit longer, but I suppose. Yeah. I, you, you're, you, do you think they could be on in the, the end of a bad one? Or I, I don't think I, I don't so. Think so. Well, I, I think I, I your Rangers the, thurs, I... the Thursday night, a huge result, uh... winning a cup. Mm -hmm. That'll either. I, I remember watching Saints at. I want to say yeah, it was Hamilton the midweek after they won <clears> the first <throat> of their uh, their cups the in the double season. Right, and it was it was that Melamed goal. Oh and yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Definitely, they definitely looked like a team that was yeah. was weary after uh -huh. after. Uh -huh. af but Rangers, you well, expect to win yeah. trophies. You don't expect them to look like no. after Lord Mayor's show. No, but they don't. But but then they don't have a squad of seventeen or eighteen top mm -hmm. first team players. It's they've got thirteen or fourteen, yeah. judging yeah. by what Rangers fans will see. So mm -hmm. a, probably a good, as good a time as you could wish. But you still think it's it's, it's a it's a tough. They'll, they'll be. It'll be a, it's a place, it's a positive place now. Ibrox now, isn't it? And with Celtic imploding, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll be determined to keep the foot down, won't they? I, th I think so. I mean, um, I, I upset a couple of Celtic pals of mine, although the most cerebral ones agreed. I think Rangers have actually now got a manager who... Oh, they've got from a proper manager. Who actually knows yeah, what he's about. Yeah, yeah. I think he knows what he's about. I think we knew that from the start, didn't I they? don't think there's any doubt about that, you know. And um, the league position tells you that a couple of points behind Celtic, five points adrift, but two games in hand. But this is one of their, the Saints games, one of their two. So, uh, yeah, they'll be, that's right. They'll so, be so this one's at the road. Um, is, is there ever a good time to go to Ibrox? I suspect not. But this might be, you know, just to catch them. It's still in the, still in the throes of coming down from... From their their success, his first cup trophy and all the rest, his first cup uh, win and all the rest of it, you know. Um, but it, it will need absolute organisation and work ethic to the highest degree, which so far Saints have been showing under Craig Levine. You probably wouldn't expect anything less under the Levine side, but it'll require everybody to be absolutely at the top of their game in terms of concentration and all the rest of it. Because although Rangers don't have the depth 
of squad, they will still have more quality mm -hmm. than Saints. That's it. And that's that's no disrespect. I'm, I'm pretty sure Craig Levine would, would would agree with the league table tells you. I mean, traditionally, Celtic Rangers have got more quality because they pay much better money. They can attract the better players. So it only takes one or two of them to show that that moment of magic, and and you can be undone. And uh, you can be undone very quickly. So everybody's got to be absolutely at the top of their game. I mean, to be honest with you, a win would be beyond the wildest dreams. A point would be phenomenal mm. um, there. Um, but it, it, it's kind of guesswork. It's not not the worst time to go, but there's never a good time to go now. Okay. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. And that'll be that'll be us for Aye. the festive mm. period. We're back on the eighth or the ninth of January, whenever whenever it's Tuesday, Tuesday the ninth. Tuesday the yeah, ninth. So a very merry Christmas mm. to everybody listening, and a happy New Year to you. I wish nothing but good fortune for all your teams. Well, maybe not all of them, but you know, <laughs> some of them. Not Ross County, anyway. No, <laughs> I don't think. That. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys, and thanks very much for listening. Back Cheers, in a couple man. of weeks. Bye bye. <laughs>
The Courier, Local Matters.